What's up, guys? Welcome back to the One Man, One Mic podcast. My name is Mason. Uh, Episode 2 should be a good one. I'm bringing on my friend Jared. We're going to be talking all things baseball. Some big news going on uh, the past couple days. You've probably heard about it one way or another, but we're going to cover that. Um, Some big trades going down. Um, The Astros have definitely been in the news lately with their sign-stealing scandal. Um, We'll have some quotes from them some insight from Jared, and then we're going to talk all the divisions in the AL and the NL, some teams to watch, some players to watch, some storylines, bold predictions, and then our Division League World Series predictions. Today is Thursday, February 13th. Let's roll. As promised, I'm with my friend Jared. Jared, how are you doing today? Pretty good. It's pretty cold out, but I'm making it. It is probably the coldest day on record feels like it i think it was like negative 900 in central iowa yeah no i think it was like what was the high like seven i don't know when i woke up i saw it, it was like negative eight that's too cold that was not should have canceled class okay so uh let's just start with some uh current news um i'm talking michigan state football on the last podcast i mentioned mark d'antonio stepped down um well they found a replacement. They went to Boulder, Colorado, and they found Mel Tucker, who was the coach at Colorado. Uh, they lured him over to East Lansing to coach the Spartans. Something interesting I thought was um, two days prior, he actually said he was fully committed to building something great at Colorado. Not a quote, paraphrase, but basically he pulled a fast one on him. I suppose they must have increased the money. Yeah, that I heard they that they increased the money, and I mean, with the increase of money, I mean, there's a better chance of you going. So maybe he thinks I didn't. He didn't have any ties there, did he? I don't think he did, and I haven't heard anything like that. Colorado last season, going five and seven, missing a bowl game. He'll be looking to build something great in East Lansing there. Okay, moving on to what we want to talk about: baseball. So if you've been living under a rock, there's been some big baseball activity. Um, spring trainings started pitchers and catchers have all reported mm-hmm. um first game next week yeah next saturday i think there are the first games next saturday that i'm pumped that is so exciting so a big trade went down on the last podcast i predicted the dodgers would win the world series so long as they got mookie mookie bets from the red sox guess what it happened um not without um some issues though so it Initially, Boston, L.A., and my Minnesota Twins agreed to a three-team trade. Um, it was initially botched, but it eventually got sorted out. So initially, here's what they agreed on. The Dodgers would get Mookie Betts, uh, former MVP, and David Price, and some cash from the Red Sox. And in return, the Red Sox would get Alex Verdugo, uh, a very highly touted prospect from the Dodgers, and Bruzdar Gratterall from the Twins. Um Following the Twins, I know Bruce Dark Gatterall, he has a bright future. He's more of a prospect at this point. Throws 100 miles an hour, has some uh, good off-speed pitches. Um, I was sad to see him go, but um, in return, we got Kenta Maeda from the Dodgers. Uh, pretty old Japanese pitcher. Um, he's going to definitely help our rotation, I think. But anyway, those... Um, the three-team trade got nixed because the Red Sox were worried about Gratterall's health. I guess uh, there were some medical reports that were exchanged that they didn't really like, um, which was unfortunate. Um, 
a lot of people in the baseball world think the only reason it got nixed was because um, a lot of the Red Sox fans were upset that they only got um, Verdugo and Gratterall for Mookie Betts, David Price, and Cash. But anyway, that got rejected. It took like three three days, days, two three days, I two think. or three days yeah. to get resolved. Here is the actual result. This actually happened. The Dodgers got Mookie Betts, David Price, and Cash from Boston. And they got Bruce Dar Gratterall from Minnesota, um, outfielder Luke Rayleigh, and a 2020 draft pick from the Minnesota Twins. So they definitely got a lot more the second time around, I yes, think. Yes, yeah. Boston got Alex Verdugo, um, highly respected prospect, uh, shortstop Jeter Downs, and catcher Connor Wong. And Minnesota got... Uh, Kenta Maeda, like previously stated, catcher Jair Camargo, and cash from the Los Angeles Dodgers. Jared, now that we understand what finally happened and who's moving to where, um, what are your thoughts? Who won? Who lost? What do you think? Well, first of all, I am actually really interested in seeing what Gratterall can bring to the Dodger uh, bullpen potentially this year, because I think he reminds me a lot of Jordan Hicks, who's a pitcher for the Cardinals, because he can throw super hard but also has the nasty, nasty off-speed pitches. And uh, I'm also kind of excited for uh, Jeter Downs because it's kind of ironic that a guy named Jeter is going to the Red Sox. Right. I think that was kind of funny. Who would have thought? Exactly. A shortstop, too. <laughs> I think he was a really highly touted prospect with uh, L.A., but I think I'm really excited to see him with the Red Sox. But the Red Sox still have Xander Bogarts, I think. So right. I think they're mainly set at shortstop, but maybe like a backup bench option, maybe. But uh, I would say probably the winner of this whole trade would be the Dodgers because they probably got the two best players in the whole entire trade and really didn't have to give up a whole lot. I mean, they gave up Verdugo, but like a report came out or something that like he has like some sort of back injury yeah. that maybe. I think the Red mark. Sox found out that, or they were worried about his back, so that's kind of ironic that. That yeah. The reason the trade was on hold was because of medicals. Then it went through, and then they found out about the medicals yeah. later on. But, mm-hmm. and uh, I the loser would probably have to be the Red Sox because they gave up Mookie Betts, former MVP, and David Price, former uh, Cy Young Award winner. And uh, with the payroll flexibility, they kind of have to hold off until next year because it's so late. Right. Not a whole season. lot of not a, not a lot of big names no. or studs left nope. at this point. And. Uh, Honestly, this deal kind of reminds me of an NBA deal that happened last year with uh, Kawhi Leonard because the Dodgers are getting Mookie Betts for all they know one year. And, uh, I mean, they're pretty much in a win-now scenario, and there's a chance that they could have gave up all these people or whatever, and then they won't win. And, right. Uh, it's kind of high-risk, high high-reward, I think. Do you think it's worth it if they, um, if they do win the World Series and he leaves? If you're a Dodgers fan. I would say, I mean, Dodgers fans, that's all they have wanted is a World Series. What I mean, comes to mind, I'm guessing, is kind of what the Cubs did with Chapman. Yeah. A role as Chapman, the fireballer closer. They got him from the Yankees. Yeah. And then they he he helped win him the World Series. And then yeah. that same offseason, he went back, didn't he? Yeah. And it kind of bites for them because they traded Glaber Torres, who's a who's really good MVP yeah. caliber. Yeah. But yeah, I'm 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 pretty sad as a Twins fan to see uh, Gratterall go because he could. I think he has the potential to be one of the best closers in the game or starters. The Twins kind of viewed him as a reliever, but a lot of teams think he could be a starter. 
yeah, like we said, he's he's electric to watch. He throws over a hundred miles an hour, nasty movement on splitters and sinkers. But um, we saw him a little in the majors last season, but he wasn't. He he's still a prospect. So. Yeah, yeah, he didn't pitch enough to be. So I think he'll definitely help the Dodgers and um, maybe a one-two punch with him and Kenley Jansen. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I can definitely see that happening. So the other news going down is the Houston Astros sign stealing scandal. Um, kind of a few weeks ago, well, I guess it all started when some guy on Twitter, didn't it start some guy, John, John Boy, Boy, yeah, a guy named John Boy on Twitter was like, um, I think we all need to look at this. Was that before fires came out? And that was, I think, I think it was even like maybe even during this season when he started really okay. noticing. Well, someone, someone recognized at the home game, some loud banging when the, only on certain pitches when the Astros were batting mm-hmm. so someone was like okay i think there's something going on so they investigated um mike fires he actually pitched for the astros when they were cheating and so he kind of he came out and said yeah there was some stuff going on so basically um when the astros were batting there's cameras from center field that can see in on uh the batter's boxes and can see the signs that the catchers are giving down to the pitcher what pitch to throw. So the Astros got a live loop of that um, kind of down between the dugout and the clubhouse. Yeah. In the video they, room. Yeah. Well, there was an area where, where, they, where teams can watch videos down in the, the dugouts. Mm-hmm. So they would get a live feed. And anytime there was off-speed pitches, curveballs, change-ups, sinkers. Non-fastballs. Non-fastballs. Something t- trying to throw the hitters off. Someone in the video room would tell someone in the dugout, and then they would bang on a trash can, right? Yeah. I don't know how else to describe <laughs> I mean, it. I mean, so um, if you're interested, you can go to signstealingscandal.com. Uh, some Astros fan rewatched every game and listened for every bang. I think he logged over a 1,000 bangs. Mm-hmm. The, big, the most in one game that I found was 54 in one game, and the Astros scored 16 runs. Wow. So, I mean. So, that's, so basically... Um, if they didn't hear a bang, they could sit on fastball. It's really hard to hit in the major leagues, especially when guys have the ball moving on a roller coaster ride, and you know the the velocities are different. So basically, that that case was confirmed that they were using banging because you could hear it on TV. Yeah, yeah. So that came out. Um, another thing they were accused of is wearing buzzers. So like vibrating buzzers on their chest or I heard ankles. Ankles. I that's what I I don't know if that's true. Underneath their jerseys, so like I guess kind of the same thing as the banging. If they if they got it, it was off speed. Mm-hmm. So the video that came out, Jose Altuve hit a walk off home run to go to the World Series. Yeah, this year. This season, off of a Roldis Chapman, who's one of the better closers in the game. He throws really fast. Uh, he doesn't give up a lot of home runs. No. Hardly ever. So Altuve ended up hitting a walk-off Grand Slam. and us- or not Was it a Grand Slam? I don't think it was. I don't think it was. I don't Home run, I yeah. That was, okay, whatever. Mistake on me. So Altuve hits the game-winning walk-off home run. Um, usually, during a walk-off, it's common for players to rip off the batter's jersey in the celebration. Especially to go to the World Series. Douse I mean, in water, bubblegum, Gatorade, you name it. The guys are stoked. So there's video where Altuve's rounding third, and he kind of tugs on his jersey in 
waves his finger like no no yeah kind I, of a no no pinky mouse like don't don't rip it off no no like kind that. of dikembe mutumbo finger wag if anyone knows what i'm talking about um to his guys kind of it, what we're receiving it as is don't rip my jersey off like there's a buzzer there's yeah, a buzzer everybody's there, gonna see. there's something underneath everyone's gonna see so that hasn't been confirmed but that's what a lot of people think if you're interested sign stealing scandal.com an Astros fan put it all together, which I thought was kind of cool. So it's in the news, though, because the first team comments were actually this morning. Actually, um, one other thing that I forgot about uh, during that home run was when Altuve, when the whole celebration was finished or whatever, the players always throw on like a T-shirt that say they're the champions. Right. But for some odd reason, he ran into the clubhouse area where no cameras were yeah. and changed. And then he was getting interviewed. That's my a, TV guy, and he said, or they asked like, why didn't they let, or why didn't you let him rip the jersey? And he said like, my wife doesn't like. Yeah, me. his so, excuse was like my wife doesn't like me being shirtless in public, or something, which is super odd and strange. Little weird, <laughs> especially professional athletes usually don't don't mind that sort of stuff. But no. may, he claims he was doing it out of respect to his wife. Yeah, but yeah. So what Jared's talking about, he explained it pretty well. Basically, everyone stayed on the field to celebrate winning the league. They're going to the World Series. And he runs back and changes his shirt in the in the clubhouse where everyone either puts it on over the jersey or they just change on the field. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting. It didn't help their case at all. Right. <laughs> but we're probably never going to, I mean, that'll be hard to get proof on, the buzzers. And then, actually, I can't believe I forgot this, was... Um, there's some picture from last season and you can see it's like a view of like maybe the clubhouse or something on the right and like you can see up to the field and they actually have like a bunch of computers and like yeah technology I suppose that's the video up. room so yeah I I mean it's not hidden though so that's kinda that's kind of weird yeah there was like a screen or like a, a video screenshot of like down the tunnel in the clubhouse and you can see people sitting at a table with a computer while Tuve is coming back up I think that was when he was coming back up to celebrate I, I, yeah it was but yeah, that was so. It is back in the news. The team commented this morning when their camp started at uh, down in Florida. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. They admitted to cheating and apologized, but a lot of people don't really think it was that sincere. And it also didn't help that their owner came on in front of the camera, and he he had some odd <laughs> odd comments that were vague at best. Jared, yeah. I think, has. Do you actually have the quotes? Yeah. He actually. This said, is from the owner. These are a couple quotes that he had that I uh, picked out, and it was first one was our opinion is that this didn't impact the game, which is super hard to believe because, right? I mean, if it didn't impact the game, why did they? Why do would they? It? Yeah, they wouldn't need to do it. I mean, that's just really odd, especially coming from an owner or whatever. Kind of backtracking, yeah. Yeah. Basically, a lot of the baseball world and in, in public thought he was kind of gonna own up, own up to it, and kind of move forward, but. Kind of other the other quotes. Yeah. You know, do you have any Reddick? Do you he, have Reddick or more actually, owner? The owner actually had one other quote, and it said, "We had a good team. We won the World Series, and we'll leave it at that." Okay. Well, that's that's. I don't know. It kind of sounds like a jerk, and like why would he even say that? Yeah. I don't know. That sounds kind of like who cares? We did it. We still won. Yeah, it's pretty much what we're saying. It's like who cares how we cheated? Yeah. So you can interpret that however you want, but I, they're not really taking the high road. No. Um, and also, uh, a couple of the players also were commenting, and um, Alex Bregman, 
and uh, Jose Altuve were talking. and uh, Two of their best players. Yeah. If anyone doesn't know, these are like the studs. Altuve, probably Obviously one of the, hit the walk-up. Yeah, so one of the best good. players in baseball. Bregman. I think he was like second MVP voting or okay. something. So yep. he was two of the two of, two of the better players in the league commenting. Uh, um, and uh, it said Bregman was commenting, and I mean, he just didn't look very sincere when he was talking about it. He kind of just kind of was ready to be done. Yeah, our words won't be able to do that one justice because they're just our words. But if you you can look at the video if you want. Uh, Alex Bregman, he's a guy who on the field shows a lot of emotion, right? Yeah. Plays with the chip on his shoulder. In the comments, though, he, he didn't really. He was pretty monotone. Just didn't really sound that sincere. No, I mean, you kind of just got to watch it to, I mean, yeah. just know what we're talking about. Yeah, it's so take a look at that if you're interested. Um, do you have the Reddick quote? Yeah. Um, Josh Reddick, outfielder for the Astros, he had an interesting comment. He was not even like, I mean, it's kind of interesting coming from a guy who's like not even like. Right. He, he's better. not He's not an everyday starter. No. Um, I read on Twitter from uh, Sam Fontier from the Washington Post. He tweeted and uh, it says, I don't think we feel the need to reach out to those guys. And those guys being people whose legacies were diminished or something. As in, pitchers. Like, Mainly the pitchers yeah. that they that they reap the benefits like from. Like Clayton Kershaw or some. It's, so it says, I don't think we feel the need to reach out to those guys or anybody for that matter. Like I said, it is what it is. Which kind of brings it back to the owner's last quote. Yeah. I mean, kind of just like we cheated. It's kind of it sounds matter. a little snotty like we still yeah. won. Deal with it. Yeah. Is what it kind of sounds like. That's Yeah, that's what I think it sounds like. Definitely interesting. Well, I heard when they first showed up, every player showed up for camp two days ago, and the first night they all sat down with everyone in the organization and talked about how they were going to address the media, really. So I guess, I don't know, if this is the best that they came up with. Like, it's kind of sad. This is, <laughs> yeah. I know that their meeting um, was probably four hours through the, or up until 11 p.m. That's what ESPN's Jeff Passan was reporting live from the camp. So I guess they just tried to figure out how to make it work, but that that's no doubt. Obviously, it flew right by Josh Reddick and the owner. <laughs> You'd think the owner would be like yeah, leaving. The... Yeah, that's what I would have thought, but apparently not. Yeah, so I think it'll be interesting to see what happens this season. Um, currently, none of the players have been suspended. Correct. The Astros owner did fire the general manager and the, the manager, mm -hmm. so they're out of jobs. Um, but none of the players have really been suspended. Yeah, they were the ones behind it. We think. Yeah. Do you do you think players should be suspended, Jared, or should there be bigger punishments? Yeah, I I think they definitely should be suspended. I've been reading, I've read stuff about how people think they should be banned, but I think that's a little yeah, much. That's a little steep. But uh, I definitely think they should be suspended because there's been three managers fired because of this, right. and that's more. Than total games combined, everybody else getting suspended, right. which is super like weird, and I that's just not good. I don't think for the MLB. So the managers fired. We're talking about Alex Cora from the Boston Red Sox. He was the bench, bench coach, coach I think, yeah, for yeah. the Astros the season 2017 when yep. this occurred. Mm -hmm. So Boston let him go. They didn't want any part of, to deal with it. No. And then Carlos Beltran, who was a hitting, I, th coach? I think he still played. I think he was actually. Oh, a player. he was still a player. Yeah. I okay. Think wow. So. He's. I didn't know. I didn't know that. <laughs> anyway, he was a part of the organization, and he was just this season 
hired by the New York Mets. Just a couple months ago. A couple yeah. months to be manager, and I think he only lasted, what, a couple weeks? Yeah. He didn't even make it to Florida. No. Not even to spring training. Or Arizona, wherever they're at. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, so three managers fired. Um, how do you, I guess, the interesting, pitchers don't really like that. No, the pitchers have been, su- like, they've voiced their opinion. Pitchers have voiced their opinions because it ruins careers. It, it, it just looks bad. It, yeah, it does not look it good It looks at all. bad, and... I'm interested. Maybe they'll maybe they'll throw at him. I I honestly would not be surprised if they had at least two three hit by pitches like every yeah. game. Yeah, when we say throw at, that's a term for the pitcher throwing the ball really hard at the batter intentionally trying intentionally to hit in frustration. Yeah. So I'm guessing we're gonna see that in this case retaliation. Retaliation. Honestly, it'll. Me and Jared were talking off the record earlier. It'll also be interesting to see how. Um, or the umpires, how yeah. they treat the whole thing. Because usually, if a guy intentionally throws and you can tell, warnings at the very minimum are, are given. If there's any more antics going on, the pitcher usually gets ejected from the game. Or next batter to get hit that pitcher gets right. thrown out every time. So, we were talking, we think maybe... I think they'll be more lenient. I mean, I just don't think they'll be as strict with the, oh yeah, pitcher, you're gone. I mean... They, the umps, everybody they, understands. Everyone knows. Yeah, everybody understands and everybody knows. I mean, it's going to happen. When I mean, do you think someone intentionally gets hit? First weekend? First series of the year? First game? Probably first game. Maybe depending on who they're playing and like who's spoke up. And yeah, I don't stuff, know who they're... That's crazy. Overall, not a great look for the game. Everyone around baseball who's ever played baseball knows that there's cheating and sign stealing going on. Sign stealing is just part of the game. That's just part of the game. Trying to get a competitive advantage. Yeah, I mean, even in like little league or whatever, we would even middle school or high school or whatever, you could you try to understand who's doing what. Yeah. So not a great look for the game. Um, It'll be interesting to see, like we said, if any other action gets taken. But I guess. We'll see. I think the, this is a terrible look for the MLB. I think. I I don't think this is very. It's with the suspensions. Yeah. I think it's a terrible look. For Including them how 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 they've handled how it. everyone's handled it. The Astros and it'll it'll I be mean, interesting to one, see. One one thing that I thought about one time was what about like a postseason ban for the Astros? I mean that it's hard to it's hard to punish a team though like the twenty twenty Astros when like. Yeah, some of those guys weren't even. Well, in what the if they get banned and they still go out and win ninety games? Exactly. This season, because they still have the talent. Yeah, then I guess or so we think. would just put second place in that division and just completely take them out. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. So yeah, that's what's happening in baseball currently today. Um, some big news. Next, we're gonna move on and talk about um, a lot of a lot of the divisions. Kind of a season preview. Um, we'll probably take it division by division give you teams, players to watch, that sort of stuff. So first off, Jared, we're going to talk about the AL Central. Last season, my Minnesota Twins uh, were relevant for the first time in a while. Well, I guess the season before they made the wild card. But still, division champs, Minnesota Twins, winning 101 games. Second place was the Cleveland Indians. Third, White Sox. uh, Rounding out the bottom were the Kansas City Royals and the Detroit Tigers. The Twins went on to get spanked by the Yankees. Put it lately. Yeah. It, in three games, they weren't really competitive, but we didn't really have the depth or the pitching. So, Jared, what are you looking at the Central this season? I mean, I think it's 
pretty much same same as 2019. I mean, I got I got the Twins at the top of division, winning 94 games. There we go. That's what we like to hear. What did you have? The, or how many wins did they have last year? 101. 101. See, I don't think they're gonna. I mean, they had a they had a historic offense, and I just don't. I mean, there's no way they can keep right. that up. I don't think they'll be. They as picked good. it up though. They hit yeah. the most home runs in Major League history in a season. Yeah. And um, I only know because I'm a big Twins fan. We added probably the best third baseman free agent in Josh Donaldson. Yeah. Um, just adding to the explosiveness of the offense. Yeah. One of the better, op- maybe you could argue the best lineup in baseball. Mm-hmm. I don't think so, but should put up a lot of runs again. Yeah, I, I, I got the Twins on top with 94 wins, and I got the Indians, would that be seven, seven games back? So, I mean, it could be a tight race going in, and then it could just, I mean, seven games, I mean, that could be 14 games going into the month, and then they get close, right. or it could be tied, and then the Twins Stretch pull away at up. the end. It'll be interesting to see how teams like the White Sox and um, I guess the Indians, what are they doing to run the Twins down? The White Sox, pretty busy in the offseason. Yeah. Um, the Royals and Tigers, kind of rebuilding. If yeah. you're a Detroit fan, I'm sorry. It's going to be yeah. a bad year. Yeah, it's not going to be fun. And especially they haven't made any moves this offseason. Right. So they haven't really. They didn't really have the money. Like, no. They're not willing to spend. Yeah. And probably not a big free agent destination. But no. I mean, the Royals last season. They have some good young talent. Mm-hmm. Um, O'Kern or O'Hearn. Yeah. Other guys like that. Mondesi. Still still got Perez, I think, right? Salvador Perez back there. Yeah, he was hurt last year. He was right? hurt. I think. But he, when he's at his best, he's one of the better yeah. catchers in baseball. I'm excited to see the White Sox because they have, I mean, they have an ungodly amount of young talent. So. Yeah. So, Central, we both have the Twins coming out on top. Next, we'll move to the uh, AL East. AL East um, last season had three of the better teams in the league. You look at the New York Yankees, Tampa Bay Rays, and the Red Sox. The Yankees won the division and ended up playing my twins, like I mentioned. The Rays uh, finished seven games behind with 96 wins. They actually got the wild card. Um, Jared, what do you think about the East this season? Well, it's going to be run by the Yankees. I know that for sure. I mean, I think they'll clean up that division. I mean, I don't really think it will be close. I got the race 14 games behind. 14 games. So, I, where, got, where, I got the Yankees winning 109. Oh, wow. 109. Uh-huh. Where do you see the Red Sox? We mentioned that they kind of sold all their talent off. Where Where do you like them? I have them right now at 81 and 81 because I think they could, I mean, they could get up to 90 wins or they could end up 81 and 81 or even worse than that. I mean, it's just kind of, you haven't really, we haven't really had a good look at them. Because they traded Mookie Betts just a couple days ago, and I mean spring training just starting. So they still got some of the big names though in a pretty right-handed hitter-friendly ballpark. Yeah, at Fenway. Yeah. So I don't know personally. I don't think they're going to do much, but you have them ahead of the Blue Jays and Orioles. I'm yep. guessing. Yep. Orioles probably going to be one of the worst teams in baseball. Blue Jays looked decent at times last year, but there's they got promise. Vlad. They got, yeah, they got Vlad. They got um, Vlad Guerrero Jr. A lot of legacy players that I think could really pick it up. I, I think it's going to be 2021 could be there here. Vlad Guerrero Jr., son of Vlad Guerrero, he can hit. He can hit the baseball. Hard, yes. Hard. Yeah, he hits a lot of home runs. Um, he'll be interesting to watch. This will be his first full season yep. in the majors. Maybe he'll do some good stuff, but that'll be the, probably the bright spot. Next, we're going to move out to the AL West. Um, we already talked about Houston a bit. Houston coming off of a 107-win campaign. They won the division. Second place was the Athletics, 10 games behind, which was still, that's still 97 wins. Yeah. They still made it to the wild card. Pretty quiet. 
I mean, being on the West Coast, they don't get a whole lot of love. No, especially playing in Oakland Coliseum. Right. Not a whole lot yeah. of fans show up for that. They finished second, 10 games behind. And then uh, the bottom three teams were the Texas Rangers, uh, LA Angels, and the Seattle Mariners. They were way behind. Um, I don't really see the range. Rangers may be competitive. They picked up Corey Kluber to lock down the rotation. Mm-hmm. He's been decent in past years. Um, the Angels, may they're my sleeper team, I'm going to yeah. be honest. Yep. They got um, some big acquisitions. They still got Mike Trout. Shohei Otani's coming back off of Tommy John. Although he won't pitch until May. He won't pitch until May, but he's still... He still makes a difference in the lineup. Yeah, yeah. Maybe sure. their biggest acquisition was Anthony Rendon from the Nationals. Rendon, I'm thinking Joe Madden. I mean, yeah, that that definitely doesn't hurt their chances. They got Joe Madden from the Chicago Cubs to manage them. He's been uh, one of the better managers in the game. I think it'll be interesting to see what he does. He's a kind of a weird guy, but he's going to the AL now. He wasn't the NL. Not as many situational moves. No. Players like him too. I Players mean, do like that's him. That's what I've heard is they really do like him. So, I've got the Athletics winning this division this season. Who do you got? I got I got the um, Astros with ninety six wins and Oakland A's with ninety two. And I think it's going to come down to one of the last couple days of the season. It'll be close. I think it'll be interesting to see how the Astros kind of take off on the season. I think they're going to start slow. Yeah. Too much pressure. They're hungry, though. They, they need to prove everyone that they can do it without the cheating. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely hungry, that's for sure. Um, I think the athletics, though, they're, they they know how to hit. Uh, the pitching's been decent. Bullpen's yeah. been good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'll take the athletics in the AL West. That's fair, I think. So there's our picks for the uh, kind of our AL talk. Now we're going to move to the NL Central. Um Last season, Jared's Cards, St. Louis Cardinals, won the division with 91 wins. Um, that was one of the tighter races coming down the stretch. The Brewers got second place in the wild card. Um, Cubs weren't far behind them in third, but they were home for the postseason. And then the Reds and the Pirates rounded it out. The Reds weren't that far behind either, though. I think they, they were in the race until... I mean, I think late August. Yeah, at least probably beginning of September. Early September. Yeah. Um, Jared, what do you think about? You think it's the Cardinals' year again? I know you're a Cardinals fan, so let's try to cut the bias. But I'll try. Um, I I think it's really going to be tight. I mean, there's a lot of people talking about how the Reds are maybe the favorites to win now after the big, big. They're getting a lot of love. Which I mean, I I agree. I mean, they've made some pretty, pretty big moves. But I still think the Cardinals are probably the team to beat in this division. I think they're probably going to win 90 games, which is the worst uh, record out of any division winner that right. I predicted. Well, it's going to be a tight division. I also think the Cubs are probably going to finish second, and they're going to be three games behind, and then the Reds one game behind them. So, I mean, four teams within four or three teams within four games. On the last pod, Benton was a Benton was my guest in the last pod. He's a Cubs fan, so we talked a lot about the Cubs. They got a lot of big names. They still got the horses in the stables. Yeah. They've definitely got the lineup to win the division. It's just putting it together. If you aren't aware, uh, the Reds did make some moves. Jared, tell us about who kind of they acquired this offseason. Uh, they got Mike Moustakis from the uh, Brewers, who will be interesting because I really think he fed off of Miller Park. Okay. And the easy-hitting park. But Great American Ballpark, 
where Cincinnati. Well, he plays. was even good with in Kansas City yes. there. Yeah, so yeah, for he, sure. He, he's he's got good value. And uh, Nick uh, Castellanos from the Cubs, That's right? Who Nicholas. was a just double machine last year. That guy can hit. He yeah. was with Detroit, got dealt at the trade deadline while Chicago made a push. Yeah, didn't really work out for them. But he's definitely a guy who can still hit. He had a lot, yeah. lots of homers too. Yeah, at least some of those years in Detroit, him and Cabrera were lethal. Yeah, but he he's just a double machine. Like I think he had like, I mean he's probably top ten in single season doubles probably in major league history. I mean he's he's up there. I mean he had a really good season. Yeah, Cincinnati also at the deadline got Trevor Bauer, a pitcher from Cleveland. He's also going back to the Astros scandal. He was very vocal about yeah. that. Yeah, he was not very. Basically happy. said there's no place in the game. Also doesn't like Commissioner Manfred, how he's kind of dealing things. Basically, this is way off topic, but he thinks that we need to cater more to the kids and the needs. Yeah. The needs of the kids and what they want because he thinks baseball is a dying game. But that's a different story. Personally, I'll take uh, the Cardinals coming out of the division again. I think you look at Goldschmidt, um, guys like that, Yachty, Flaherty. I mean, they... I think, I mean, being a fan and watching them a ton last year, I mean, they have guys who they believe can hit, and I think they can hit too. And they just, I mean, Goldschmidt maybe had his worst season in a, maybe of his whole career last year. I mean, I think he's really ready to pick it up. Um, there's a lot of talks about Arenado, but I think with all those talks, Carpenter is really taking that to heart and is working hard. I mean, I've already noticed on Twitter, Bader and Carpenter have already changed their swings. So, I mean... Yeah. I, th- I think they're they had one of the worst offenses in the National League and still managed to make the playoffs. But I think that that could switch. Yeah, they lost one of their bigger bats in Marcelo Zuna, mm-hmm. who that was about all he was good for the bats. If you've seen any clips or you're a yeah. fan of team, he's terrible in the field. Yeah, terrible. He was good in Miami, but for some reason just forgot to play defense. He, he left his defense in Miami, everybody. But they they shipped him out to Atlanta. Atlanta. Yep. Atlanta, a team we're, we're going to talk about uh, next. Um, the NL East, Atlanta won the division last season with 97 wins. Nationals right on their heels, four games behind. They uh, won the wild card, eventually made it to the NLC, the World Series. They won the World Series. Yeah, Nationals They won, won the World Series. Yeah. I, I forgot. I mean, it's just so so historic what they did last season. Who would have thought? Yeah, I well, not me because I thought nobody might get past him. But the Mets, nope. the Mets finished in third in the division last season. Um, really, they they had a quiet ten game above five hundred season. We didn't really hear about them a whole lot. No, still finished with eighty six wins, pretty impressive. Phillies very underwhelming last season, finishing in fourth place, eighty one and eighty one. Marlins terrible, rounded out the bottom, terrible record. Probably not going to talk about them at all. I. I still like the Braves coming out. I mean, they were really, really good last year, and I think they're pretty much, I mean, I've stayed the same for the most part. I mean, adding Ozuna for sure helps, especially since Ozuna was our best postseason hitter last year against Atlanta. But then I got the uh, Nationals uh, five games behind them. I mean, Nationals are still good, but, like, I don't know if they've got the it factor. Even, Even as the World Series champs, I mean... Maybe to get past the Braves, I don't know if they if they've got it. And then I got the Phillies. It's setting up to be a good race. Yeah, I th- I think that might be the best race because I mean I've got four teams, um, at least eight games over five hundred. Okay, I mean, that's really good. And then you got the Marlins kind of 
Marlins terrible. Yeah, the really. Phillies, we'll see how they rebound. Bryce Harper signed the huge contract, 300 mil last offseason. Um, kind of underperformed. Did out, went out, did some more spending this offseason. They picked up Zach Wheeler, who was yeah. probably the best. One of, one of the best free agents. Second best. Second behind Strasburg. Behind Strasburg, he was probably the second best free agent starter pitcher on the market. Um, so him and Nola, Aaron Nola, could be a deadly combination, yeah. one-two. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, I mean, you look at four teams with a good shot. The Mets went out. They did some spending, I think. They got, well, they kept Diaz, Edwin Diaz. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, one of the big ones, I mean, they didn't sign or re-sign him, but Yoenis Cespedes, I mean. Right. He's a proven hitter, and he's We'll see how back, he comes so, back. Yeah. He had the, the heel or the ankle and last he, season. Yeah, that weird ankle. From injury. his lifestyle. He's a farmer, if you didn't know. And he's chasing a boar. Or he was chasing a a, a a boar on his farm, and he got injured. So I'm sure the Mets didn't like that. But he's coming back, right? He's coming yeah. back. Yeah. yeah, I figured. I mean, he's getting pretty old, but he can still hit the baseball. Next, moving out to the NL West, I like the Braves in that one too. You both said Braves. Yeah. Yeah. Moving out to the NL West. Um, Dodgers ran away with the division last season with 106 wins, clinched the division. Diamondbacks were 21 games back in second, still with 85 wins, decent. Giants third, Rockies fourth, Padres fifth. Padres, a team that has a lot of young talent. I think they have the best uh, best prospect farm in baseball. Yeah. that's That was a no-doubter based off MLB Network, MLB.com, ESPN. Every site that does that kind of stuff, yeah. Baseball America, all these people. Um, is there any way the Dodgers lose the division? I really don't think so. I mean, they were. What, what do you got them at for wins this 100, season? One hundred and six, which I think they were at last year. They were. I mean, they they are a great, great team, and they got even better after getting Mookie Betts. I mean, it is just hard to see how they can lose that division because I got the D-backs twenty-two games behind them. I mean, it, I would almost say it's pretty much impossible. impossible. Yeah. And then you look at, um, they got depth in the minors. It'll be interesting to see if Gratterall, who they got from the Twins, I'm guessing he'll probably start at AAA. Yeah. But mid-season call-up maybe, definitely in the postseason when rosters expand. Yeah. They should probably run away with it. Padres, though, um, they could be good. I mean, the pieces were coming together with yeah. Paddock pitching and Tatis... Hosmer. I mean, Tatis was like he got maybe hurt the most mid-season. exciting player. He's electric at shortstop, and he got hurt. And even like as a fan of baseball, I mean, I was kind of sad. I mean, to see that. I mean, he that's a if you turn on a Padres game, I mean, that's just one more reason to watch him if you don't already. I mean, all their young talent, which I I have them at eighty two wins, but I think they could get up there to eighty six, eighty eight. I mean, which would be their best season in a long time. I, I think they've missed the postseason since two thousand six. They lost to the Cardinals in the division series, I think. Yeah, so that was our sixth and final division. Next, I think we should move to bold predictions, maybe, and then we'll wrap it up with some World Series. Yeah. How's that sound? Mm-hmm. Give me a bold, predic- bold prediction, excuse me. Okay, so there's a new three-batter rule. So when you bring in a reliever, like this is the first year they're doing it, and every prior year... You can bring in a reliever. Literally only has to throw, like, one pitch, and then he can bring in a new yeah. guy. I mean, but this new rule requires the pitcher to face three batters unless of an injury. Or at the end of the inning. Yeah, or the end of the inning. 
So a batter has to face, or a pitcher has to face at least three batters unless they finish an inning. Basically, yeah. Rob Manfred tried to speed, I think speed, it's speed it up, up pace of play. Pi- less pitching changes. I don't yeah. know what that's... I mean, he that, that a good ru- idea. Yeah. it ruins a big part of the game because matchups, a lot of hitters don't hit well against um, the same side that they're on. So righties don't hit righties well. Lefties don't hit lefties well, usually. Yeah. So that puts a whole new wrinkle into it. What's your prediction? I think people are going to like it. I don't know. It's just... I think it's kind of interesting, and everybody's kind of down on it now and beating it down, but I actually think people might like it. Will someone fake an injury to get pulled from the game? For sure. You think? <laughs> I think that's pretty I, much it. I don't know why. That's the first thing that came to mind for me. I mean, some manager. I think it could be Joe It'll, Madden. I, Joe Madden seems like a manager to have a player do that. I mean, it'll I be like know. football when a team's driving down the field and then yeah. someone just gets hurt or yeah, cramps. Just, just drops like in the middle of just random. Certainly, all those times it happens, they're not actually hurt. No. So I'll give a bold prediction next. I'm going to say the San Diego Padres, a team that finished last in their division with 70 wins, will make the postseason. Obviously, as a wild card. As a wild card. Because they are yeah. not beating the Dodgers. That's bold. That's about as bold that, as it yeah, gets. That's, that is pretty, pretty bold. Uh, my next one is I think Vlad Jr. will finish top five in the MVP voting. Really, I th- he is he's so good. I, I mean that's like Tatis. I mean those two. I mean those are the, the two young young faces of the MLB. Kind of like Harper and Trout were at one time. I mean they're kind of getting older. I guess they're still pretty young. But I think Vlad Jr. and Tatis are s- superstars, and I think this is the year Vlad Jr. will really break out. He has the making to have a good coming out party. Yeah, full season. He's in routine. He knows kind of how the big leagues operate now. Yeah. I like that. I can get behind that. My bold prediction, which I really hope comes true, um, my Minnesota Twins will win a playoff game. <laughs> That's pretty bold when you think about it. <laughs> yeah. They, I mean, they're probably going to, If assuming they make it, a lot of people have them winning the division. I think I'm going to say they're going to win a playoff game. We'll be matched up against someone good. My guess is the Astros. Hopefully the not the Yankees. Anything Best but. case, hopefully it's the Athletics. I don't know. I'm just, just saying won't, just won't we win will win a playoff game. We have waited long, too long to win a playoff game, and we will win a playoff game this season. My last bold prediction is I think Arnado or Lindor will be traded midseason. And if I, I think it could be either one of them. If Arnado gets traded, I can see him going to the Cardinals. I, I can see Carpenter struggling in the beginning of the season and, Car- and uh, Cardinals going like, oh, shoot, we really should have got him. If you don't know, apparently there were there's rumors that there were talks between Arnado or the Rockies yeah. and the Cardinals for the Cardinals acquiring Arnado yeah. this season. They just never So it could through. happen. I mean, they've obviously they've already had The Rockies so to- aren't going to be that good this season probably. Uh-huh. They'll probably look to sh- uh, sell. Yeah, for some prospects probably. And, I mean, we've got a pretty good farm system. And uh, so that could happen. Or I can see Lindor to either the Reds or the uh, Padres. I okay. mean, it kind of it, it would kind of be hard to see the Padres. I wrote down the Reds, but it would kind of be hard to see the Padres because he's a shortstop. Right. They have to tease. Tatis is the shortstops. But, I mean, the Reds don't really have a solid shortstop. And that could be the piece they're missing to uh, take them over the top of the Cardinals. So, I mean. Yeah. Either one of those, I think. I think Cincinnati is like 
if you were to get traded Cincinnati like 90% then like San Diego maybe 10% I'll make another prediction my final bold prediction the home run record that the Twins set last season will be broken again this season not necessarily by the Twins I was going to say what was their record last year I think it was uh, I don't even know I should probably was it 300 some or was it not quite 300 I don't really remember well I think I'll get on that but I think the Yankees could they were neck and neck with the Yankees yeah but I think the Yankees will probably hit more this season the Twins will probably drop off but yeah, I think that they they're definitely gonna make it happen. Uh, I, I'm guessing the record will be broken. That's, I don't think that's too crazy. I mean, a big record like that broken two years in a row—that's kind of that's kind of tough to do. So I mean, that that would be that would be a good bold prediction. And there was a delay, but I do have the record. The Minnesota Twins hit 307 uh, dingers last season. Yankees 306. So they were neck and neck. The Yankees held the record. Twins caught them. Twins held them off by one. I think it'll get broken again. Yeah, I mean, especially when you got two teams. I mean, that's just two more teams that are capable of beating it. So maybe it won't be them. Who knows? Lastly, Jared, who do you like to win the World Series? Okay, before I read the World Series, I'll read who I think will make the postseason. Okay, and then I'll I'll get to the. World. I like that. I like that. Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, let's hear it. I think the first seed in that. I'll start with the AL. First seed will be the Yankees. Best record. I mean, I'm pre- that's a pretty popular pick. They got Garrett Cole. Uh-huh. Dominant. Okay. And then I think in the Bronx Bombers. I mean, Bronx Bombers. Happens. Can't go against it. And the history. Tradition. Yep. Pinstripes. Um, Death Star. Okay, so I got the Astros in second over the Twins as the two other division winners. I think I had the Astros winning one more game than the Twins. Two more games than the Twins. So... And then I got the Rays and Athletics matchup in the wild card, which happened last year. That and did then happen. After so you have the exact same postseason as last season? The same teams? Yeah. Yeah. Just different. Wouldn't think, that be the same? I think they were different orders, though, because I think the Astros. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but I'm yeah, saying same, same field. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I got the Yankees over the Astros in five games. I mean, those are two dominant teams, but I just think Yankees are just too dominant for them. And then for the National League, I got the Dodgers winning or having the best record winning the west and uh getting the bye and having to play the two wild card teams who i think will be nationals and the cubs okay and uh i also got the braves as the two seed and the cardinals as the three so i mean the the one two and three seeds no the one through four seeds are the exact same in the national league and the only difference is cubs over the brewers from last year then i got the dodgers over the braves in five which i could easily be uh I could easily consider moving that down to four games, being a sweep. Dodgers over Braves. Dodgers, Braves. I I think too much can happen. I'm not going to predict it out as much as you did. But in the World Series, I have the Dodgers, who I picked on the last pod to win the World Series. I'm sticking to my guns. They went out and got Mookie. Uh, they got Gratterall, who I'll, that's another bold prediction. He will make a difference in the postseason. That's what I'm going to say there. The Dodgers, I think they'll beat the Yankees in seven in the World Series. Seven games. Who do you think the MVP? MVP... I mean, that could be some no-name. I mean, it could be anybody. I mean... I'll say Kershaw. Struggled in the postseason. Breaks through this year. Clayton Kershaw. 
I got the same teams, but I got the Yankees over the Dodgers in six. I mean, I, I again, I could I could say seven. I mean, that's a good series. I mean, I could, I could watch that play for that would for be months. nuts. I mean, that would be that would be a great series. And uh, I have the MVP as Glaber Torres. I mean, who was super good last year, and I think he's gonna get smart. Gonna get better. Smart. Jared, thanks for coming on the podcast today. Um, I really enjoyed it talking. Um, just talking baseball. Really excited to get the season going. Yeah, I'm super excited for it to get started next week, next weekend. Pretty excited. Pretty exciting times. I mean, off season for baseball is one of the saddest times of the year for me. So that's always fun. Thank you, Jared. Another great podcast in the book in the books, guys. Um, let me know what you think. If there's a way to comment on Spotify or Anchor, I'm not quite sure. Uh, Give us some feedback. Tell your friends. I love talking about sports with you guys. Um, Let me know what you think. In the meantime, take care. Next podcast, hopefully early next week, late late next week, sometime soon. Thank you, guys. Uh, See you guys later.